Hello and welcome to StarCast for October the 5th, 2023. My name's Eric, editor of Planet Waves and counseling astrologer here at your service with a look at the current and upcoming astrology. This is the Thursday edition for subscribers that goes with the Thursday horoscope and article. Both of those are either attached or they are on uh, different pages in your my account area. If you're an in-house core community member, BSP or GP holder, or they're also cross-posted to uh, to Substack at planetwaves.eu. There are now two places you can subscribe to my basic materials, right on planetwaves.net or on the new Substack at planetwaves.eu. Okay, so first couple of uh, other housekeeping points. Uh, I have uh, announced pre-sale for Astrology Studio for Scorpio. This is called Sweet Season because autumn is almost everyone's favorite season, and I'm sure that it is yours if, uh, if you are a Scorpio. Readings also for Scorpio Moon and Rising, and that will be available earlier than usual. I'm going to try to do this uh, this reading early, right after the Libra New Moon, instead of waiting for the Sun to change signs. Also, officially today announcing the 2024 annual edition of Planet Waves. Those are my annual readings. They'll be written and audio, and the reading is called Somewhere in Between, because 2024 is a year between the worlds. There's a little crack that we're going to slip through in this um, very delicate time between when Pluto is leaving Capricorn and entering Aquarius. I'll have more to say about that in a week or so. Uh, also, if you're a um, not not if you're not a regular listener to the uh, Planet Waves Starcast podcast, uh, you can you can listen at Planet Waves uh, sorry Starcast.fm or PlanetWaves.eu. That's a shortcut to the Planet Waves Astrology Substack, and I have a couple of different editions. Uh, every Monday night, I have been doing a Course in Miracles, kind of a spiritual. Uh, a, a spiritual, non-astrological, non-political, nothing about diagnostic assays and corporate fraud. It's just a let's hang out and uh, and consider some ideas, and that is called Journey Without Distance, loosely based on A Course in Miracles. That comes out every Monday night. Then usually at some point during the week, I, I do a free StarCast just to uh, catch people up on the astrology well worth getting yourself a Substack account, whether free or paid, and checking out planetwaves.eu. So you have access to that. You can comment. Um, it is a, a Substack is a very interesting uh, hybrid of a publishing platform, but it's so easy to use that it's something akin to social media. And sadly, uh, there's not a heck of a lot of good uh, Substacks out there. They're not very disciplined. Uh, speaking of discipline, and then I will get into the astrology. Uh, I am now on tour, uh, so to speak, with uh, with my the role of journalism in the digital age series of presentations. I've got several of them booked over the next couple of weeks on various major uh, international podcasts. 
And uh, I will be announcing those when they come out. If you happen to have a vlog or whatever they're calling them these days, I guess, podcast, uh, and you're interested in having the conversation with me about the role of journalism in the digital age, happy to accommodate that as well. Uh, the spiritual implications of digital conditions. These are the two presentations that I'm doing lately. Okay, let's uh, let's n now five minutes in. Hello, thank you. Uh, let's start again. This is Starcast from. Just kidding. All right, uh, the astrology at the very moment, galactic center is rising right here in Kingston, New York. It's 26, 26 degrees of Sagittarius. We're just half a degree shy, a little more of the galactic center. Uh, so that would be right behind me where I am sitting, the world turning in the middle of the solar system and the galactic arm. Anyway, the uh, galactic center is in Sagittarius, and it's kind of large when it comes into focus in the chart. Not sure what that's about right now, but maybe that will emerge. Okay, then we are past yesterday's opposition of Mars and Eris. Remember that? I've been sending out podcasts all week about that and the FEMA test of the system that's supposed to warn us uh, when uh, you know there's something like space aliens landing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that happened yesterday. It seems to have been without incident. There was not any kind of a major event of any kind yesterday, but we still don't really understand uh, what that was about. And what is interesting is that three countries are known to have coordinated their efforts, Colombia, Russia, and the United States. Now, I thought Russia was our enemy in the war against Ukraine. Why are we coordinating an emergency drill with Russia? And what's Colombia got to do with anything? Not the university, the whole country where people do things like shake maracas. Okay, so... Mars remains active, however. Uh, Mars is now in a quincunx. That's 150-degree angle. It's not quite a trine, not quite an opposition. It's kind of an angle of adaptation, changing and adjustment. That really is true. Uh, between Mars and Neptune. That's a little truthy. That's calling for careful analysis and probing into the truth of things and also into the agenda that is behind things, into uh, the... Really, you want to look for influences with uh, a contact between uh, Mars and Neptune like that. It's, it's rarely a good combination. It can be. It, it can be all kinds of fun, uh, especially if you don't overdose. But um, anyway, that's what's there. So veracity. Fact check yourself. Don't worry about fact-checking others. Make sure that what you say is true. Now, when that when that that's gonna that's creeping along, it's not exactly it's at, at exact right now. It's only it's ten arc minutes away from being exact. So probably a little bit later on today, that will uh, come right into tune and just as quickly start going out of tune, and then Mars will make its last aspect in Libra before entering Scorpio just ahead of the October 14th eclipse of the sun in Libra. So now we are under the influence of Mars square Pluto. This is an aspect that can be obsessed with power. Not necessary. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. But it happens. 
And so this is the kind of thing where uh, there's uh, some strong arming that's going on, maybe, and uh, some over overzealousness, uh, a little bit uh, to being uh, a bit extra enthusiastic about things that may not be right, may not be righteous, and may not be true. So pay attention to that. And that that this is going to go on for another week or so uh, till let's get the exact fix on when that happens because normally a square of this kind will um, will yield some kind of a result but of course the world is uh, is is so chaotic and fogged over and it's uh, almost impossible to focus on anything that you can never really tell what a result is but in any event ah that's only in three days that's on October the 8th uh, Mars will make its square to Pluto. Go void, of course, and then keep going, and then it will enter Scorpio on the 12th, two days ahead of the, uh, of the annular solar eclipse in the sign Libra. Okay, so uh, back to the immediate present moment. No, not that immediate present moment. Hold on a second. Different, no. Can't get this time. I'll put a window in Sprite. Okay, so Galactic Center is still rising. It uh, doesn't go that fast. All right, so the moon is newly in Cancer as of about five hours ago. Uh, so if you're wondering why you weren't productive before five hours ago, I'm recording this at 1.20. You're probably listening at 7 in the evening. So forget I said any of that. The moon is in Cancer, early in Cancer. The first thing it's going to do is make a conjunction to the supreme asteroid Vesta. Uh, that probably already happened when uh, when you're listening to this, but it's still in effect. It still colors the whole day Thursday and into, uh, into Thursday night. Also, in the past, a little bit, a couple of hours from when I'm sitting here, uh, the, the moon trined Saturn. Also, speaking of lunar aspects, the moon will later pretty much overnight tonight in most time zones overnight Wednesday f- sorry Thursday into Friday form a trine to Ceres hey that's a grand trine that grand trine consists of moon Vesta Saturn and Ceres uh, make of that what you will now uh, when the moon is in a cardinal sign uh, it these days makes a lot of aspects because there's so much going on in the cardinal signs. For example, there's a whole group of planets in early Capricorn. I assure you, you're not reading about them anywhere because most contemporary astrologers don't read the contemporary planets. The planets that have emerged in in the late 20th and early 21st centuries, for example, the moon will make an opposition to Ixion. It's kind of right there right now. That's the thing out by Pluto. It's actually a Plutino. Uh, right out in Pluto's orbit a little bit, you know, it's uh, lagging 30 degrees behind. They're probably going to be in that 30-degree aspect for the next uh, 500 years. Okay, and then also is Pholus, the second centaur. And then also there is Quayar. Quayar is out a little further than Pluto. It's got an orbit of about 300 years. The interesting thing about Pholus and Quayar is they both pertain to ancestral material. Pholus goes back about three generations to your great-grandparents. Quayar goes all the way back 
Q-U-A-O-A-R, by the way. I used to call it Qua-O-R, but someone, I guess, with better knowledge of Spanish-ish things than I did corrected me. Maybe it's some Native American tongue. Quayar, Q-U-A-O-A-R. Ah, that makes much more sense. So Quayar goes all the way back to the beginning of the tribe. So there's old stuff coming up. The tribe is a group. There's a planet right mixed in with that hypothetical, non-existent planet without a body, only a, an orbit and a name, and a glyph called Cupido. kind of looks like a combination of Jupiter and Venus. It's one of the eight Uranian points. I wonder if anyone's teaching or studying those things these days. But anyway, uh, they're all in a group together. I'm calling this the early Capricorn group. Well, that, that's there. And the moon is... Today, tonight, into the evening, overnight, going to make oppositions to that little group. Now, while it's doing that, it's going to also form a 90-degree aspect to Silesia. Silesia is the, uh, it, it is another, well, Silesia is a scattered disk object. It's, again, orbiting our sun. I only talk about planets orbiting our sun. I'm not interested in exoplanets for a diversity of reasons. Uh, and it is square, all those planets. There is a grand crisis going on right now about the appropriateness of all forms of sexuality and particularly what was appropriate for our ancestors going back both three generations and back to the beginning of the tribe and what is, um, you know, what is relevant and meaningful for us today. Uh, so... I encourage paying attention to that at all times. And if you uh, have not noticed, I have stepped up my various discussions of sexuality and relationship themes. And today's edition of Planet Waves is uh, a good example of that, where I am uh, speaking about the, the nature of Libra. The, the nature of Libra. And, and Alice Bailey... Uh, the author of Esoteric Astrology, published 1951 posthumously, I figured it out today, uh, says in this book, in the Libra chapter, that uh, the real mysteries of sexuality are contained in Libra, not on the Taurus-Scorpio axis. She's talking about the particular forms of balancing sexual polarities in the psyche, are the product of Libra, and Libra is the thing that needs to be studied to understand them. So uh, I, I devote part of the uh, discussion in, in the article uh, below to that, and uh, some to the eclipse coming up, the, the eclipse coming up on the 14th, uh, and uh, we're kind of reaching the end of this, uh, of this particular segment of StarCast, but we still have another week to discuss that eclipse, so look for that discussion in the upcoming editions of, uh, of StarCast, probably one late in the weekend uh, and then one ahead of that eclipse, uh, either Wednesday or Thursday. And, you know, I can't really shut up. So if you're looking for updates, go either to your My Account area, but planetwaves.eu, the PlanetWaves substack. I know it's a weird word, substack. PlanetWaves.eu is the shortcut. Uh, that relates uh, to somebody smashing something either out my window or uh, I don't know where, so I keep getting distracted. Anyway, I'm going to sign off uh, for now, and I'll catch you either 
uh, a little later in the weekend or Monday with Journey Without Distance. Thanks for your business. Thanks for supporting the work that we do through your paying subscriptions. Really appreciate that. So will you. Lots of love. And bye for now.